I'm Commander Shepard, and BGS is my favorite radio show on the Citadel. Here's Video Game Sophistry, your one-stop shop for video games, news, reviews, and time-wasting fun. This is Video Game Sophistry. I'm Andy Burkowski, your host, the Bloviator himself, the show where every week we look at video games as art, try to give you the information that you need, and hopefully stop a good one there, Anton, made a lot of noise, stop you from uh, changing the dial. I am joined this week, very exciting, by Mr. Anton Mack at the corner. He works at many different places, and we also have uh, Professor Zach. Zach Faney's in the middle here. We don't normally have him. I, okay, I'll hand you a mic. It's okay. We don't oh, normally thanks. have him on uh, the actual show. He's usually dialogue wheel. And we got this bastard in the corner. It's me. What, tell the yeah, group something me. new about yourself. Well, apparently my parents aren't married. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Okay, you're down to one. You have one more gimme, and then I'm cutting off your mic privileges. That's fair. That's fair. All right, so we do have, um, Professor Zach has some big news this week after many, I think, decades you've been with your current girlfriend, I forget how long it <laughs> yes, is. Yes, I am centuries old. Yeah, <laughs> at least, as old as time himself. You are now living with a lady. Woo! Uh, a person. Round of applause. Okay. Oh, does she not, is she not a lady? I didn't she, realize, I'm she sorry. She <laughs> gender neutral terms, Andy, do not assume her gender. Okay, I'm sorry, Heather, that I didn't <laughs> assume your gender correctly. Um, yeah, so how's it going, man? Great. Yep. Fantastic. <laughs> we got uh, a cat that's part of the home now. I've never had a living mammal <laughs> beside, yourself. beside me all the time. You've so never had to care for a living thing. I thought you were yeah, about no, to say. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. So how long uh, has it been? Well, it was, we moved into this last weekend, so it's oh. been, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's see, it's very fresh. Very I got house, uh, an apartment, a condo? What's uh, it's an apartment. Okay. It's a big size. Um, it's the first time feeling like a home, which is really nice. So oh. you're like, oh, I want to hang the pictures and like spend this an is too hour. touching. I didn't want it it's to be really this touching right kind away. kind of adorable. <laughs> oh, no, did you go on date trips to like Ikea and stuff? Oh, oh. That, that already happened. I'm like making full meals now, not just like eating dry cereal by myself. Oh, <laughs> Everyone, round of applause. <laughs> Professor Fanny. He's finally grown he up. He's the rest of us. He teaches people how to live, but he's dry cereal. So <laughs> all of us here at last check, um, unless something terrible has happened in our lives. No, I not recently. Uh, you have one. I have one. <laughs> we all live. My parents with- are getting divorced. <laughs> 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 we all live oh, with great. women that we call our girlfriend or partners or their names like that. Uh, Anton, you live with your girlfriend, correct? Yes, I do live with my significant other. There we go. Your, your quality SO. I know you live with your girlfriend because last week we yes. did a whole thing where I was role playing her and it was very strange. I, I went home and I had problems. Like, yeah, because you're it, thinking about this face when you're looking at your beloved. It's not good. <laughs> And I live with the maelstrom that decided to connect herself to me. And um, I think, I don't know about you guys, but it's a little bit difficult to get some time. Because you're like you said, Zach, you, you want to be very domesticated. It's nice yeah. to be at home and kind of feel like you're the house husband a little bit, you know? Okay. <laughs> Should I get the the French one or the Spanish kind? Oh, maybe live a little and go with the Argentinian. Oh man, she would not see that coming. Well, yeah. I don't know if you're mocking me or thinking that this would both this all the okay, above. a little bit, a yeah. little bit of both. But I don't know. You you get used to wanting to be the family man so much that you don't really make as much time. Sharing ex- even mundane experiences with another person makes them like worth doing. Yeah. So then you get you're much happier with much less. So how do you? That's very sweet. Again, wow. How do we game without our women knowing? 
Oh, is that the problem? That's the problem. Oh, I, I'll, I'll go last then. Go first. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend also plays video games, so I play video games with her. No, but does she actually play them, yeah, or does she yes, play like no. Sims? No, or- oh, like, okay, no. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, look, 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 look. Let's shame her more. <laughs> so if we're not playing something together, like Stardew Valley or like Mario Kart or something, like she's playing whatever she's playing on her computer, and I'm playing whatever I'm playing. Now, on what if whatever? those nerds. times don't match up, though? Yeah, nerds lose. What if those times don't match up? Oh, like um, there's there's times where like she's like in bed like ready to go to bed or whatever i'm like okay cool i'm gonna join Mm. you but i'm also going to bring my switch because i have that now (laughs) and i have the capability to do that and like has the switch been involved in your sex play no fortunately but like she (laughs) i i she falls asleep to like me watching videos anyway so it's not a step too far away from that regardless okay so i get my gaming hours in at night or do you think y'all could do that because that's that's some bold steps to play your video games right beside (laughs) your girlfriend as she's trying to sleep yeah that is a new level you should be at least a few meters away yeah come on i turn it down you turn it down. What about, okay, Anton, what's your setup? Because I know you've lived with your girlfriend for a little while longer than I think, well, I don't know how everyone's deal. Yeah, it's been about like two-ish two years now. Yeah. So about the same for oh, me. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have one. Go ahead. Anyways, um, it's not an issue for me because I met my girlfriend at um unknown video game store when I used to work there. Whoa, did it start with a G? What? It doesn't actually. Not <laughs> <laughs> in Canada. Nice. So what does that mean? What does that mean? Well, it means like I I always have time to play video games, but I'm not like Richard and try to bring a switch over to mm-hmm. the bed while we go to bed. Like okay, he got look, lower there for a second. Okay, look, if well, Coitus is on the table, that. I don't bring that thing okay, over. We're not going to talk about Coitus being on the table. Yeah. Either way, like one it's, second, it's, dear, it's, open up the cupboard, pull out the. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, let me get lubed up and. Oh God gross is that your theme song for when you have sex let's continue anyways yeah it's never been an issue because there are many times where she'll be playing video games and i'll try be trying to get some sleep so but how do you do because you live in a ridiculous um a ridiculously a relatively small space for yeah. both of you right so yeah. i don't know how do you live with that of either the screen on or or that sort of thing, or the noise that comes with it. Because I've asked you to play some video games late into the evening. Oh, yeah. and she so I re- felt bad for uh, your girlfriend. So she really doesn't appreciate it, Andy. But you have the excuse. Wouldn't. It's for work. <laughs> See? <laughs> Do you use that? Do you ever use that? That it's for work? Yeah, yeah totally. Yes. And then she tells me, fuck off. It's just VGS. Oh! <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend that's what the same Sky thing. says to me! Knows, <laughs> like, when, I, when I was doing for ReCore and Gears of War 4, she said the same thing. Yeah, you know what? So the main thing that we've noticed is that women don't appreciate VGS. my art <laughs> at all but you can still you can still do it in the same room though it's all right oh yeah no totally yeah. we can do it in the same room we could do it on the couch all right maybe it's an age <laughs> thing i don't know if well, does, i can't be gaming in the same room as but does your girlfriend play that's video the thing games? that's of the issue not. she loathes them that's well, the problem there's no there, she doesn't understand the like extended hours that you would put into like new vegas yeah. or like something like that when she's just like what does she do? Watch television? Um, does she like to knit? Um, <laughs> what does she do? What does she do? Does she crochet? I wish, man. I would love some dope ass mitts. Nah, she ruins my life. That's what she does. Oh, Don't say that on air. Job. Wow. Jeez. Love Sorry, you, honey. Sky. So this is all, we're all trying to give advice to Fanny. I, these seem like younger. I didn't ask for any of this. I know. I said you were going to do this. These seem like younger ways to live. I don't know. We living. feel a little bit these older. These are dorm room living. Yeah, we feel a little yeah. bit older. We got homes with like a bunch of rooms. 
at least two or three. One is specifically a game room? No, I don't think okay. you can do that. I don't think you can justify that. So what what do you think, Fanny, what are you going to do so that you can still enjoy? Because I know you're particular about your time, boy. You like your game in time. What are you going to do? Yeah, well, I don't I don't play as much now that, you know, I'm an adult. So, but she, that's the thing is what Anton said of like, she plays games as well. So it's just like, oh, who uh, played 150 hours of Persona in the first month that came out? (laughs) Wasn't me. Oh, such a good game though. Yeah. (laughs) Do you worry about that though? That you're going to want, you know, some quality time with your girlfriend? You're busy people. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I had it before where I've streamed. I did the, um, the PS4 now, or what is it? The PS4 connect to your computer, the stream, the streaming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Remote. Yeah. While she's playing something on the TV and then we played two separate games, but together. Um, that must have been annoying. Right? No, it's great. It works out because we both we both have the same uh, values and uh, taste in entertainment. So it's and because we are both living on our own, coming together, we have duplicates of everything. That's mm-hmm. the so same one my girlfriend was too. Yeah. yeah, like we can we have the ability and the technology to just play the same. We game. have the technology. Yeah, yeah, you can just system link now and be fine. Yeah, it's not bad. Like got Steam Link up and running. It's all it's good. Damn it! So y'all have it. You needed ladies that like games. It seems like yeah. That's no, the no, one really. solution. This is my first girlfriend that's ever liked video games. So. so then, how did you deal with the other ones? I didn't. There I we broke go. up with them after a month. So. Dang. <sighs> life. It's me, it's me or Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'll see you later. Have a nice life. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, What's new, we got to get back to video games. What's new, Pussycat? Get our weekly feature where we look at the games that are coming out in the next seven days because, frankly, it's hard to keep up. And I'm glad we're doing this because there are some pretty good ones that would have snuck by. Summertime, traditionally, you would assume when it comes to media would have tons of stuff to offer. You know, you go to the movies, there's a thousand different uh, big-budget action films that you can enjoy. Video games seems to be a drought. We have some good ones. So the first one coming out on July 25, July 25 is how you say that, (laughs) is Pyre. It's from the makers of Transistor and Bastion, and it's a game that lets you find out what happens after a defeat. After being exiled, you go across the world map in kind of the Oregon Trail style and make choices based on uh, that similar methodology. It's a three versus three game, a magic ruby, where the goal is to get to the bonfire on your opponent's side and cleanse your soul. So if you remember Transistor, if you remember Bastion, these super giant games, a group of people that make incredible games. Uh, did you guys dive into either of those? Yes. I played both and finished both. And Transistor was pretty fantastic. Yeah, I like Transistor. Awesome. Yeah. No Bastion fans? You guys weren't. I played. I played both. I did play both. You need I to tried tell it? me more than I that. Said both. Yes, I played both. Ah! Bastion's awesome. I'm so. It's one of the best video game soundtracks I've ever heard. I'm so tempted to take his one also, away. Also, you said Ruby. It's a three v three games of Magic Rugby. Thank you. He yeah, he knew. read my notes incorrectly. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. So what's up next, Anton? Uh, up next is Fortnite paid early access on PC, PS4, and Xbox One on July 25th. Mm. So it is Epic Games' multiplayer team-based building game, and it's entering early access, starting off at $14.99, topping out at $39.99, but the more you spend, the more extras you get, bonus content mm-hmm. based on how much you end up spending. But the long story short is after 98% of the world's population suddenly disappears, it's up to you to survive. <gasps> Finally, scavenge resources, build up your defenses, and then open up the cage to let monsters come out. But the concept is less Walking Dead and more of a hopeful apocalypse, the most positive end of the world 
there ever was. <laughs> well, it's people can fly in Epic Games, right? So they yeah. have a very uh, specific art style. But I don't know about this paid early access thing. That's a that's a strange. We were talking sounds like about the game's it. a type of credit card. Yeah, a little the more bit. you pay, the more points you get. Well, Boy. what do you think people did with Rust and H1Z1 and all those that's paid early access? No, but that is very, like, the early access lasts a very, very, it's still in early access. Mm-hmm. One of like, them's it's been, not. It's been, what, who's not in early the access? The one we talked about last week that exited early access. Yeah, but that's not what we mentioned. I Okay. Is Gwen still early access? Uh, no, Gwen's in open that's, beta now. Yeah, that's open Ooh. beta. It's open. D- what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to go on this tangent, but did you, have you opened it recently? No, I haven't been playing I opened it and it, everything got wiped. You start fresh. What? Yeah, yeah, that's how that I works. spent money. Is that how that really? works? Really? I built money? the best decks of all the decks. Oh, nerds. And now oh. it's. It's like high school. Damn. Damn. Again when people are no. talking about they, they might have kept your money in there and you get to buy more packs, or they uh, might have given you more packs for spending money. Check it. So much Check work. Right, come at me. Come at me, CD. Remember Project Ghost Red. Whale? The Ghost yeah. Whale's gone. All right. I don't, I don't know, know what, what to that do. Is. Fanny, you got to make us feel better. There's a game coming out that could uh, rectify that. Yeah, it's the only game that I really uh, care about this month. Um, so I actually know what it is. Fuck you, yeah. buyer. <laughs> Fuck you, Fortnite. <laughs> 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 um, sundered. So I had a weird spell um, where I was sad, and then I played Jotun for like two days straight. What yeah. is Jotun? Um, it's a what is Jotun? Norse mythology. Yeah, it's, awesome. a, it's a game based on Norse, Norse mythology, but like heavily based on it, where they're um, speaking Norse, and like you know, you get sent to the Gagunga Gap, the gap between worlds and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's yeah. those accents. You know, you're you know, you know. Uh, and it was really tough, but it was also incredibly uh, artistically unique. It felt like a uh, you're playing in a living artwork, and so Sundered is the same kind of art style, like hand drawn um, enemies and characters. Uh, the, there is some procedural generation. But it looks like you're playing. It's kind of like Banner Saga esque, like where you're playing in like a hand drawn world, like an art. Like you're playing in a living, like I think like a living bo- illustrated book. It's so it looks incredible. One of the most incredible art. Designs. I don't think it's it based so on a. Cool. Yeah, I don't think it's based on a, a tangible um, like historical mythology. We don't know as of yet because it looks pretty insane, like robots, mm-hmm. mythological creatures, and, and, and etc. Yeah. So it's going to be a ten. Uh, our story or more, um, kind of like a Metroidvania-style game um, mm. that was funded on Kickstarter and now is uh, going to be released. Uh, it's interesting because it adapts to uh, how good you are. So if you're doing better at it, it's going to become much tougher. And uh, Yotun, did you, I don't know if you guys played Yotun. It's tough, and yeah. I do not like tough games. But I like it took some work. It's paced and, like, very well. It's really yeah, really it's paced yeah. very very well. Yeah, you can really it, and the mechanics are so tight that it really pays off when you learn the nuances and, mm-hmm. and how to use it. And I like the idea too of you know you have a character who like wants to die but is condemned to life to yeah. like walk this path. Uh, it's just every single box is checked off. So Even I'm the narration, like that. when you hear that voice, yeah. the, the acting and the narration is fucking yeah. incredible. Yeah, there's, there's a, there's a, you know, like real pathos to the character. Like you feel like there's some story there that you're helping to tell in this like mm-hmm. weird little fantasy world that feels like it's in a sketchbook of someone. God, I'm telling you, these oh. good indie games, man. Why yeah. play anything else, really? Honestly, I don't have time to sink yeah. hundreds of hours into stuff. I I live for these things. Because yeah. they're about twenty bucks, maybe fifteen dollars yeah. on a good day, and you keep them for what a day, a week, a week at most, yeah, a couple of days. And I don't know about you guys, but even getting through Horizon Zero Dawn, which was my game of the year, incredible <laughs> title, oh, yeah. like it took me a while, yeah, because it's it it's a really great game, but it's such time wise, yeah. I got like two of those types of games in me a year, yeah, you know, like where you can really get into it and spend these sixty plus hours. We worth. got a bunch this year so far. 
What, what are the other ones? Like we got yeah, like really. I mean it wasn't this year, but I'm still playing them. So like uh, then don't say it's this year. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, we got Horizon Zero Dawn, we got Persona Five, we got like yeah. Near Automata, we got a bunch of yeah, really yeah. And, and Zelda. Besides that, we okay, got a lot. Those of, are this year. Then what are you then, talking about? Are they this year? Did they not come out in the last year? No. Well, okay, Persona Five did technically come out last year. There you because go. Of Japan. Just tell me the last thing that's coming out on July 28th. It's on July 28th. This will never end. <laughs> on July 28th. I'm Fanny. I'm condemned to life right now. I'm waiting for death. Is her own tragic hero. Uh, I want to get rid of that shirt. This but. Is uh, so, uh, the 2DS. It's my hair shirt. The new 2DS XL is Woo. coming out on the 28th, which Anton's excited about. Is this so sandwich? imagine. What, what is this? I need to know it, this. It closes like a, a I guess. Um, but it's Holy the same shit, thing wow. as a new 3DS XL, just without the 3D option, so you don't have to accidentally turn it on and off and that kind of thing when you're playing. But it also has amiibo support. So Sounds innovative. It's, I mean, it's whatever Nintendo's doing. What I was going to say, I, I've already had hands on experience with it it's solid solid does it really make well, why, a difference how is it different from the 3ds though so the difference is the 2DS, why do i give any of shits originally the 2ds was originally marketed as something for younger children and people who just didn't want the 3d because at this point if you have a 3ds you're probably not using the 3d no you're not more likely than not this is thanks gonna, rich more likely than not this is going to end up cheaper than the 3ds xl which means mm -hmm. that you get a large system with a large screen for people with bigger hands or just want a bigger screen i don't like the screen. i want to play all these games <laughs> these butchers hands i'd rather i'd rather have the same thing but not the xl version like i have i know i have big hands but like the pixels are weird no one said on that, that. Oh, sadness I meant to turn uh, off Rich's mic though. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but like that, on your own. that like that, I don't like how I'll it's named that. or whatever. But it does, so it does we're gonna be in. back right after this. <laughs> we gotta talk more about the Destiny Two beta, and of course, a face from the past has resurfaced once again. It's VGS. This week in gaming. So it's a big week in the world of gaming with Comic-Con going on and, of course, a bunch of betas infiltrating everyone's system. The biggest one, probably the biggest news story, has to be the Destiny 2 beta. We have a couple of Destiny heads here today, Anton Mack and Richie Gels, on either side of a Fanny sandwich, Mr. Zach Fanny, who... Him and I played a lot of Destiny in our youth. We enjoyed it quite a bit. And... Oh, hold on. I got to turn your mic. Come on, boy. Oh, no, come on. I'm there. Yeah, I'm yeah, there. you got it. All right. Uh, yeah, we enjoyed it a lot, right? We had a, a great time with the game. Yeah, yeah. It was really fun. It was fun when we were roommates and doing that. That's a great experience. Yeah. It's a yeah. really great multiplayer experience. You guys had a chance to play. Anton and Rich, you know, what was uh, your thoughts and feelings? Tell me a little bit. So my thoughts were... Cause you, Sorry, just to clarify. You got to play before it was open to the world as well. So yeah. that, that's a little bit different. Earliest of access. So go ahead. Yeah, so... My, f I guess one of my favorite things is it seems like they're really trying to push that they have a storyline and they have more than just the two hours that they gave you in the last game. Mm -hmm. So that was really great. The opening scene was fantastic in that it really set up what was going on in the world. Long story short, the Cabal take over the tower. It's a fight and oh, then we no. lose it. And they've where are they now? Then where are the people? They kicked them off the tower, so we don't really know. So where are you? You though? just you kind of start your mission in space at that point <laughs> just in space wait no no okay so you get kicked off the tower and then you go to your mission menu and you can choose multiplayer or your strike we don't have the rest of the story at this point yeah so, so when you choose multiplayer what oh like pvp yeah pvp okay yeah. All right. but yeah at the end of the very first mission spoiler alert um 
you get kicked off of the tower by the main bad dude <gasps> who looks like a, a white thumb. And that's, that's <laughs> he does. That's menacing. <laughs> and yeah, you somehow he's taken all the light, which means that long story short is you won't Fucking be, never ending story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> nothingness. <laughs> well, you, you won't be able to respawn because there's no more light. And the speaker's dead. Spoiler alert. Um, You're just breaking it down, like a, man. It all happens on the first like five minutes. Yeah. Anyway, it's fun. Yeah. Happens, and the the one thing that I actually really enjoyed is the three like main dudes, um, Cade Six, Zavala, and Ikora. Okay, what do you mean by main dudes? The main NPCs. Yeah, the main your NPCs. Side. Like thank the, you. The okay. You're in a video the, game the three show. Three tiers of the classes. There See, we go. People understand understand main dudes. All right. Anyways, <sighs> it seems like they have. I'm following perfectly everything that's being said. <laughs> oh shit, Professor Fanny. <laughs> It seems like it they, again. they have a more hands-on approach with them. Like, they actually take part, part in the story rather than just mission givers. Oh, that's mm. kind of cool. So, at one point, which was really cool, you you can see it on my video on the YouTube. Um, but Hopefully. <laughs> me and Zavala are fighting, like, a bunch of uh, Cabal, like, with each other. And then we both actually die and both respawn. And it was something so small. Oh, an NPC oh, cool. character. Oh, yeah, an NPC yeah. character dies and then oh. you see the ghost pop up and then he respawns. So I don't know if it happens in all the gameplay. That didn't happen to me. Yeah, it happened to me. We not. both got slaughtered and we both respawned. It's something so small, but at the same time, like it's cool that they're taking part in the fight. It makes it seem tower. like kind of a real character a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, it, do it doesn't just seem like, oh, it's this NPC who says a generic line every mm -hmm. single time you roll up and then gives yeah, you a yeah. quest. <laughs> Dude, that's a big win when you think about any of these MMO games. It's usually, even World of Warcraft that I think does it pretty well, is usually just a quest giver and then maybe there's an interactive cutscene. But if they got some AI working that's actually fighting beside you, were you with other players as well? Yeah. Or was so it okay? Yeah. At one point in the first store, uh, the first mission, you end up in kind of like a social hub, which is, which is the normal social hub. It's the tower, but it's getting overrun with. Um, Cabal. Oh, okay, so cool. I had a dude actually add me. I thought he was an NPC, and then five minutes after I finished the gameplay, I found out he was an actual player. Oh, dang. <laughs> so it's cool that like That's other neat. other guardians are wandering around. Oh, okay, so instead of you remember the tower when we were playing, yeah. it yeah. was just these stationary people that yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. had a bit of a root. Yeah, and like if you hit them with the soccer ball, it was funny, and that was about it. But now you're saying it looks like there's a bunch of shit going on. Oh, there's a lot of shit going on. There's Cabal spawning left and right. You have a bunch of other guardians who are actual players running mm -hmm. around shooting Cabal, and then you're. But you can't tell. You, what you're saying, it's hard to even tell between differentiate between them and NPC characters. Well, I, love I, that. Just, like, I have the little thing NPC, about I would love head. to just if you were real and we could become real friends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, I'm I'm playing this game. Oh my god, <laughs> Galaxy Brain! Well, like, I have yeah. a little I thing about their just, heads, though. I thought it was mm -hmm. just a generic thing because his name was like Gamer Change 101, like some yeah. really super generic <laughs> name. But it turns out it was an actual player. Either way. Fantastic. Well, sorry, Gamer Change 101. This one goes out to you. <laughs> so we, that was your kind of first impressions. We'll dive in a little bit deeper in a second. We'll let the Super Saiyan boy explain himself. Great. So what did, what did you feel about him? Uh, you played on different consoles. Too. I played, I played on Xbox, yeah. uh, and that kind of I think would lead into the issues that I have with it. Um, but like, the, I think the opening was the really. Really um, well structured. It was really strong because it let you feel really powerful. Like I was doing the whole That's beginning cool. of it. I had to play through it three times because I had to keep leaving and like doing other things. But um, as Not I was pertinent. going through, as I was going through my final like last one where I did the whole opening, 
uh, the powers and abilities and everything that you have makes you feel really strong and what compared do you to mean all the cabal. Exactly. So like you're a level 20 character. Mm-hmm. You have your maximum abilities that like, oh, you, you even get to, if you go in, into the options in your class thing, you can choose different things where you get your triple jump or your strafe jump or like you do other things with your dodge You're a fully or, leveled character. You're a fully leveled character and uh, you get your choice of two different like skill things you could pick between. So like you really feel the impact of like whatever experience you could could have had from destiny one which i didn't have because i did the main story and didn't really play any of the dlc Mm -hmm. uh so getting into this i was like oh this is really cool i'm like wiping these guys out not really having any trouble except for like the harder guys that have like the armor and stuff but even then i powered through uh, not pertinent. And I'm, I'm saying that. I'm saying it makes you feel really powerful and really okay. strong, like the, the Traveler's Light has really done something for you. And then once that disappears and you get kicked off the tower, it's like you've really lost everything. Oh, so yeah, there's a narrative reason. They they gave a funny kind of interesting narrative way for starting from zero a little bit. Yeah, it's that's a really good observation because you do feel strong. What? Hold on. What? Yeah, I will agree with Richard. Oh, let's do we have that yeah we got that recording okay, <laughs> but it does, you do feel really strong and you do get access to the armory and then you could pick stuff out not from your old gear just kind of like yeah it's ex- all gone exposition blah, blah, blah. so what else was available in the beta so you also get multiplayer you get two versions you get a little non-com- bit pv pvp pvp um, that's it baby <laughs> you get non-competitive and competitive multiplayer so you get a taste of what you're gonna potentially get once the game does come out but they change it from 6v6 to 4v4 now. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Um, it's the same deal. Control. There's three points. Try oh, to take I hated control that. Them. I hated the yeah, PvP. It's fascinating. I was so bad at that. I was having issues with the PvP, though. Yeah. Because since you're trying to connect with a bunch of other players and the bait is still kind of unstable, mm-hmm. I was having a lot of lag issues. Trying well, yeah. To it's very early on. It's yeah, server problems, yeah, basic things. things. So uh, you also had a strike, you said. Yes. yes. You, you get okay. one so strike after. The strike is actually pretty good. I didn't get to go through all of it. Thank you, Richard. Because you're bad. Um, no, that's oh, not, well, that's not why. Fired. Finish your thing and I'll say why. It's going to be because it's bad. But anyways, <laughs> this strike act- feels a lot better than a lot of the other strikes from the last game. It feels grand. And just so people are aware with the parlance, I don't know if I remember or you remember, Fanny. What were those again? The strikes? So exactly? strikes are basically mini raids. It's you and two other players who roll through a mission where you have to get to the end and kill boss. boss. It's where you go through a little dungeon, yeah, essentially. Basically. I remember we did a bunch of those. Yeah. Yeah, we killed things. That was a, yeah. that was like a big component of Remember how game. hard it was to kill that one guy and we, we would always cheat and be on top when there was like And uh, get into like that one little corner. Yeah, what was that? Touched. Do you remember yeah. what it was from Destiny One? Wait, what did you just So in vanilla Destiny, this is completely an aside. But raids. It was, yeah, it was one of the the strikes, I think it was. Raids yeah. were with okay. a bunch of people. It was one of the strikes with just me and Zach. And we, it's the one where you're faced with um, a bunch of Cabal coming in from all different angles. And there's also a boss that heals. God, that's not Ballast to Arik? I don't know what it was called. What did he look like? He looked like a spider demon. <laughs> oh, that's naughty. Like, I don't, I can't think of anything that. Okay, that would have so. been like season one Destiny. Then. It was that was World a dream War. I once had. Yeah, that was yeah. a dream that Zach and I had because we were holding hands. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> what were the strikes like in this one? Well, you only get one strike. I don't know if you do get more or if they'll be unlocking more as the beta progresses through the weekend. But the strike was awesome. It felt grand. There was 
it was more of the same where you just kill things, but they did kind of try to add a bit of flair to it. The environment's really cool. Like yeah. there was this one section where it's got like floating cubes that you have to jump on, like in, in a bunch of different places. And mm. it's like, this feels like a huge environment, like something actually happened here, that there was a world. Mm. Yeah. And then like the cabal took over and they have like these drills placed Are you everywhere. with other people in this strike or yeah. is it just the you? The strike, they do matchmake you with two other okay. players. Which was my problem. <laughs> That no one would match with. Uh, since I was playing it on <laughs> Xbox, uh, sorry. What was your username? I'm not getting into that. What since, was your username? Uh, Is hot it sunglasses, red hair? No. Is it hot sexy boy sixty nine? No, it's magic doesn't reel. Uh, any it. anyway, uh, people didn't match uh, get matched with me because I assume there's a lot less people on the Xbox servers. Yeah, um, probably. Because I didn't even I didn't even get to try uh, PvP. Thing. Yeah. Um, I was going to do it on PS4, and I thought, you know what? I don't have PS Plus. I don't want to pay for it right Again, now. Again, not pertinent. None of this stuff needs to be So set. that's why I did it, but there's probably going to be that big disconnect where there's not so many Xbox players, and there's a ton of PlayStation players. So if you're an Xbox I don't, I don't, PC player, I don't believe that because I, Oh, damn! Because right. I... Ugh, this is going to make me sound like such a nerd. I have a clan that mm. goes across both PS4 and Xbox One. Okay, and I have damn. about like 20 plus members on each system. Okay. Mm. A lot of Xbox players that I was talking to were waiting specifically for the Xbox beta release the okay. next day. So I think you just have bad internet. No, it's not even my internet. Like not, we're not going to talk about this. The people yeah, that I were playing with when I did get to match with people, they moved fine. I didn't lose sight of them or anything. So just they were leaving. They right, left the game. Let's off. do that. So um, <laughs> Fanny. This was all about trying to get you into this game. Oh, that was the goal? This is the whole goal. I know you weren't listening like you should have been, (laughs) but that was the whole goal. So do you have any maybe um, penetrating questions for... I'm going to turn your mic on. Penetrating. Please be good, Rich. Please be good. Do you have any questions for the two? About a realistic, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Like real ones I'm not motivated to play these these kinds of shooters, uh, but what would be appealing for someone uh, who isn't looking for something that's just a repeat of Destiny One, uh, like a new, some new Destiny One stuff? It's a it's a tough thing because I talked about this in my Let's Play, where I'm hoping they do a lot more single player content mm. because as an ex game store employee, a lot of players would come in and specifically be like, Destiny like seems like such a great game, I want to pick it up, but all I play is single player Call of Duty, Battlefield, so on and so <laughs> forth. If you're really looking for that. Destiny's not going to be the game for you. The thing is, though, if you are willing to hop online, you don't even have to throw a headset on and just play with other players, just randoms. It seems like there's a really big push toward creating this grandiose world where you are legendary, where you are going to take mm. back the tower, where you're going to be something different than you were in Destiny 1. I, the, 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 the NPC is kind of thing is appealing. Yeah, yeah. That's the, the big issue with that specifically is you're probably not going to be able to do a bunch of good matchmaking for the raids, but for the strikes and the main story, you're probably going to be fine. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a thing where if you're more likely than not you're going to be like a solo player, it's fine because it seems like they're really making more modes for people so that you don't have to rely on oh, having right, okay. a That's team good. of five other players. I think more it's just it's symbolic that we've grown up past this point in our lives. Of these childish things. Of like, we have no. Okay, come no, on, no, Anton. No, no, no let, him, let, him, let him defend. But, no, but defend. The, the appeal was having like a roommate and that like you're in the same room, like having fun and doing it. And now it's just like real responsibilities. I have real responsibilities too. I'm oh, and that's it. You're calling out Anton and yeah, his shitty life. No, sorry. I don't, well, I don't mean that. Yeah. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> I did not mean to uh, be undermining. Yeah. Okay. Bad. Well, let's 
Destiny Let's, 2 would be great. I am kind of convinced. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. But really, I, I get what you're saying. It was really fun when we were yeah. like that. But um, when we were like But that. you're in school. Like, you know, you're the, you're, you could take advantage of this. This is great. I wish I was doing that. But but I still, I don't know. If they push the narrative a little bit more, don't you think it'd be fun to go through this story with a couple of people? Like me, you, Anton, and Rich going through the story. That's the thing. I have a big problem, like, having everyone juggle the time to do that. You know, yeah, we already. It's not like, oh yeah, my class is done at three. I will, uh, yeah. you know, play for a couple hours. So, what do you like, earnestly? What would you need from Destiny? Because if I remember the core mechanics, they were re- they worked really well and they were really fun. No, we and we did have yeah. like a lot of a lot of fun. But that's the thing. It's like it works so well. I don't see how it could the gameplay itself could really be improved other than just being different and a bit different. Being fully honest, speaking on that point, yeah, the they game, got it. They got it. Basically. The gameplay yeah. was more of just an improvement rather than like kind of a change yeah yeah, yeah. It, it was more of the same you know you got your same button um yeah. configurations it felt familiar when you yeah playing, it, felt it felt really familiar. familiar it was one of those things where i haven't played destiny and i'd say about three four months at this point because of overwatch but not pertinent yeah <laughs> but getting back into destiny 2 it it was like riding a bike because this uh, that's the thing i consider when buying games it's like okay assuming the gameplay mechanics are um uh, efficient and workable and, and everything it's like what beyond that like what is the value going to be given what's the experience that's going to be lent through this game right I is see, it just a fun cool. like gamey game that because mm-hmm. that's great like we have those yeah. and they're they're i don't they're know great. i think destiny if you look at it that way i think destiny could have yield a lot of returns especially with hours played I think if they push the narrative a little bit more, which they seem to be doing, they might, yeah. Like it's pretty interesting. The setup is is pretty interesting. There's not a lot of like it's slow enough. The gameplay works enough for me and you that we could still feel like we're pretty good. I'll be honest. It feels like a, a like a, a Nickelodeon series for like fourteen year olds. You know, like Destiny, I stole really? the light wow. and the cabal have come and took I don't the know. tower. You're excited about Valerian, so maybe we should get our ducks in order a little <laughs> yeah. bit, right? It's it's, it's hey. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm just saying it does feel different story-wise. Where that Destiny one was more of just like you weren't really making an impact on the universe. No, you no, were no, just no. kind of yeah. keeping the order, yeah. and that's it. But now Destiny two, it really seems like things are different. Okay. Shit's fucked up. You got to go save. If, if they have an NPC that I can actually care about. Mm, and grow with and yeah. see change yeah. and struggle yeah. with fanny right on the money i agree with you 100 I, I don't know that would do a lot because i don't care if fanny changes and grows when i'm playing <laughs> i'm always doing that a little buddy partner yeah that can no he better. never learns from his mistakes but if we have someone we're going through and, and seeing the choices we made yeah. actually affecting them I, i'm digging that too they, they can give you some the fighting's solid in destiny i mean it's always been the case but they can give you something to fight for like that will be like, oh, there you well, go. Give me the, something to fight there's for. There's that there's plot that it gives you, but I also think there's going to be a lot of uh, emergent uh, storytelling and narrative that's going to come through the yeah, strikes and stuff. Uh, it sounds like, like hogwash for like, uh, we didn't bother to tell a narrative. <laughs> yeah. well, you I mean, have to make fair. it. That like, works sometimes, but we talk about that a lot, the line between emergent narrative. That's Hitman. And just like empty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hitman's not empty. Got those hidden depths. The silent assassin deaths it, for us elite. He's trying to kill By people. us, I mean me. <laughs> you you think you're the one with those SA kills? Yeah, yeah. You check the leaderboard. You're already baby. dead. I already poisoned you. Check the leaderboards, you. baby. Poisoned you. Get ready. Don't There's stand no way you're higher the... than me. There's no way. Check the... Like we're going right now. The show's done. I don't care about this <laughs> shit. Stand under the chandelier. I'm Just quitting wait. my job to make Just sure wait. this is not the you better, case. Yeah. You better have a cigarette underneath the gasoline tank because you know I loosen that shit. <laughs> I know you're about to <laughs> five minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, don't look now. There's a coin behind you. <laughs> Stab in the back. Yeah. Five, I always no, be a wrench throw. Power. Come on. Oh, yeah. You get a wrench in the face. So this is a different game. But um, <laughs> so you guys played a lot of the beta. Well, Anton, I will go with you first, Rich. What was the most fun you had uh, with the beta? Your hands on with the beta. Uh, okay, we'll go with Anton first. With on all these we'll go freaking with, strikes. All right, we'll go with Anton. What was your because you're a huge, you're definitely the the destiny head here. Yeah. So you had some real time with it. What was the thing that you thought was the most fun from what you were able to see the Destiny Two beta? Well, once again, just to preface this, I'm a big co a competitive multiplayer fan. I love my PvP stuff like that. My biggest draw in Destiny 2 was the story itself. Hmm, yeah. I was a really big wow. fan of how they set everything up. How the strike itself felt, yeah, and how yeah. how big this world mm. really felt. All right, you know what? It seems interesting. We'll we'll see what happens. And uh, with that, we have one more story that I would like to discuss. He's someone from our past, ladies and gentlemen. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's Can you back? guess? guess who's back? Do you know? Eminem's this is a song he would play as he walks out on the E3 <laughs> stage. Like Fingers a noob. up. Yeah. No, he is he is an executive douche, but he knows what he's doing. Casey Hudson, ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for Casey Hudson. If you don't know who that is, he's has a face kind of like Easter Island statues, very severe. A, a head. Wow. <laughs> and he has now been uh, introduced as the new general manager of BioWare, Aaron Flynn, who's been there for such a long time. As st is stepping down at the end of the month. And if you remember Casey Hudson, he was with the company after the doctors left and probably had most of his fame for comments and decisions he made about Mass Effect uh, 3, specifically the ending. Fanny, you and I were deep in the, the quagmire of all that. That's kind of when we got our start, really, in talking ah, yeah, about the game. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, what what did uh, what's the Casey Hudson story with uh, with all that? Well, the ending was you know was met with a huge shock and disappointment um, by everyone, uh, and he <laughs> that's it. Goodbye. <laughs> no, honestly, it's pretty universal. Even though the game's pretty strong, uh, and some stuff emerged, some details emerged that he and is it Mac, is Mac Walters, right? Yeah, uh, allegedly, yeah, allegedly, yeah, probably yeah. fake, but uh, yeah, that they isn't. kind of like wrote the ending and didn't include input from other writers, and it was attributed to Patrick Weeks, but not re really. He didn't actually say that this came from him. But there's mm -hmm. some muddled detail that you know the the, the endings that everyone hated were strongly um, influenced by them and made by them. Like yeah. they're so they're pretty directly responsible for how uh, you know it came out in the wash. <laughs> apparently, Bioware has denied that. But yeah. there's a lot of other sources that. In either case, it. he's you know he's in a position where he is taking responsibility for what mm -hmm. they made. Um, so yeah, so he you know it's kind of a mismanaged ending because you know it's really disappointing over three games that everyone had, you know, go, going through the story and characters and choices, and they are expecting all the, like it's kind of impossibly, but all these branches mm -hmm. of choices that were being made to actually like culminate in nuanced particular ways, so and like they just got story. They, yeah they just got wiped over with like the three different color endings, mm -hmm. um, and they had you know they had to add. More content. Well, that was kind of yeah. I, that's why I think he's coming back because Casey Hudson proved as a general manager that he could soothe one of the most ravenous and hateful fan groups. Uh, if we go back to that time, I really think that is the birth of Gamergate in what we know now of people trying to demand things from in video art, game yeah, developers in art, yeah. in art. And there's some great discussions on that. And that was many, many years ago. But Casey Hudson, with the other team, came up with and really supported the Extended Cut DLC and the Citadel DLC. So these are two pieces of a uh, little bit of framework that was able to, in my opinion, and I think opinion of a lot of gamers, save 
the Mass Effect 3 experience, if not elevate it to something grand. You play Mass Effect 3 right now, the whole Mass Effect franchise from 1, 2, and 3 to the end with the DLC, mm. it is a phenomenal, like, you feel, Fane, I don't know if you agree, you feel like you get a special experience. It's better. It's, be it's definitely oh, okay. better. Yeah. Oh, it never, it's just never 100% with you, eh? Just never not always. Not when Andy has ideas. God yeah. damn it. I agree with Anton and everything Anton just said. <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree with you there, Andy. Hey, that's, there that's we how go. I, that's how I played it. Like, I, he just wants more points back. No, no, no. <laughs> seriously, like, I, I got the collector's oh, edition. So I beat it right before the Citadel DLC came out. Yeah. And I said, cool, I'm going to wait for this. And I played it, and then I cried my eyes out. What about um, the Citadel DLC is a beautiful It's yeah. fantastic. Like, that, we talked a lot, even in our Dialogue Wheel episodes, about why uh, fan fiction and doing things for the fans doesn't work. And the Citadel DLC is an example of how you can still have some artistry and attention to narrative, but do something that's very, very much for the fan. How much it's do you think? Kay, but, but how much do you think Casey Hudson's return will actually affect um, the, the artworks that they're? Uh, I out? think that it could have a, a pretty big deal, just because. I don't know, from my experience with a lot of these uh, management types, if they're coming in, the expectation is they have to make changes right away. Like, they have to do something big yeah. in the first those quarter. Those things seem to be just more symbolic than actually, you know, affecting. I, I guess the question is whether or not we think this is a good thing. Because Casey Hudson is a career manager. He's not necessarily and It's just like artist. every other corporate shill that, like, from these but companies. If he's good at it. They're just driftwood floating uh, around the space of, like, gaming management. And no, just, I get it. I get it. Like, but he's, he's not good said at his job. a single sentence that made me see truth or like <laughs> a possibility for a new artistic experience no, or anything he's not, he's not a patch inspiring. of weeks he's not those no. guys but th it's a different skill set right like it's it, true it is, but it is a different skill set i don't know how much this really matters i think that if he can do something even remotely similar to what he was able to do with mass effect 3 and apply a bit of that with andromeda it's going to be a great conversation is like, he going to be working on Andromeda? Well, he's the general manager, so he's looking. He's going to be Anthem would at, be a focus now. No. Anthem is the focus going forward, but yeah. he's the general manager of this corporation, so he has to kind of decide where they're putting the resources for. The greater question, I this think, would might, be. Oh. Thank you, Rich. The greater question, I think, would be, if he comes on and wants to do something like an extended cut DLC, is that a thumbs up? for Andromeda to continue that or should we just look ahead to Anthem? Well, see, that's, that's yeah. the thing that I was about to say. Uh, they said they No, didn't, it wasn't. They, yeah, it really it was. wasn't. They, they don't want to do any more single-player DLC, but that was before he got uh, moved into this position. Mm -hmm. So he might make that decision to say, yeah, you know what? Add an extra thing. Make the fans happy with that kind of thing. I already sold my copy. Not <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. we're not trying to think outside of just I know, I know, your just experience. I know, I know. Relax, relax. So, I'm, uh, I'm just saying like that the structural problems of that game are so deep that yeah. they're not going to fix it with an addition. I didn't finish it. No, neither did I. And I <laughs> spent a lot of time playing it. I did. I know Anton did. I'm sorry. So, Anton, yeah. you play a lot of it too. And we we're talking about this before where they talked about single player DLC. Yeah. If it was a Casey Hudson, please the fans, smiley, smiley DLC, do you think that it would be a good idea? Or, or yeah, should he just focus on Anthem? For sure. Because, once again, like you said, we did talk about this before. Look at Bioshock 2. Like, Bioshock mm -hmm. 2 was a trash game that was actually bad disagree but minerva's what? den but minerva's den disagree. exactly we gotta we I gotta talk this, about Bioshock too i think at this point it'd be too future. little too late actually if they did something for andromeda for andromeda because all the press is out it's all bad and then like what are they gonna do months and months and months and almost a year later let's say they develop something it's gonna take time yeah it's gonna take the asset it's gonna take 
a lot of time. Say a year later, they're going to put something else out that's a big DLC well, that's a, a fixer. Year, it won't be a year later because they already have so many of the assets already created, but and they the, definitely the had a plan. They definitely had a plan for a DLC, and mm-hmm. it really feels like they're they've just given up on Mass Effect. Like they just kind of threw it to mm-hmm. the dirt oh. and was just like, "Hey, old Yeller, bring him to the back." Who oh, thinks it's right. should we give up on Mass Effect? Have we no. decided as a group here on I, BGS? I don't well, know. Andromeda. Well, yeah, you can't Andromeda. have. Well, Andromeda's that's supposed what's, to be that's a what's coming right now. Yeah. Andromeda's Andro- supposed to be a stand a standalone. What the fuck are you talking? Apparently, about? they're not making new sequels for it, so it's supposed to be a standalone. Where's your source? Incorrect. Where's your source? Incorrect. Incorrect. You said apparently. Cite <laughs> <Sell> your sources. <laughs> ABA style. Yeah. No, I, they were trying to make a new. It was starting a new story. Mac Wilter said specifically they're making more than one. Don't bring that jank here. Do you here. think that oh. they're going to do that after seeing the backlash that the oh, first no, one got? Oh, no, I don't think it? they... We talked about this ad nauseum here. I really don't think they're going to continue with Mass Effect anytime soon. Yeah, I, I just think they mm-hmm. should because, once again, as much as a larger player base was like, you know what, it was shit, I don't want to play it, there were fans that enjoyed Andromeda and there was something there for them. Why are you basically saying that, you know what... You're wrong, and we think we're right. We should not do Mass Effect anymore. You know like, what? That's how we should end it. That's a great way to. Uh, that's how we talk about our show. You're wrong. I'm right. <laughs> a big thank you to the team here today, covering some ground about the Destiny Two beta, the return of Casey Hudson, and how to deal with a girlfriend that doesn't like video games. Thank you, Richie Gels, again, as always. Loving that look. Thank you. Can't go wrong with it. If you don't see him, head to YouTube and take a look at that punum because it's okay. Turn that off. And uh, again, Zach Fanny, Professor Fanny, thank you so much for joining the program. Double duty this week, so I do appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Why don't you talk about Cinema Sophistry for a second? Oh, uh, they're a nice movie show that we yeah, got that's going it. on. Come on, yeah. baby. Uh, well, we take a look at some of the movies coming out. We uh, don't just review and we explore in depth how they uh, ex- use narrative to give us really cool or disappointing experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to talk to some cool people. You talk to Kumail, Kumail yeah, uh, from The Big Sick. Yeah, Emily. I haven't seen it yet. It's yeah. terrible. Oh, you haven't? No, of course I saw the movie. Oh, yeah, you did. You did. That's right. <laughs> I thought it's cutting I in and out. I talked to him yeah. about the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that movie I definitely watched. It was great. How did you make it? <laughs> so yeah. check it out. What's uh, Cinema Sophistry on YouTube? You can yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll find it. And uh, we've got up. some big stuff coming there. And Anton Mack continuing to make some Destiny 2 coverage and uh, maybe some Doomfist stuff. Yep. <laughs> check it out at, um, what is it, youtube.com slash video game sophistry. That's it, baby. It's the BGS. Without a doubt, the worst episode ever. Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes registering my disgust throughout the world.